Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because it was our part two of understanding our brain, and we really dove into the two most powerful functions of our conscious mind. So make sure you check it out. This week, we're going to continue the final portion of understanding our brain. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be here with you today. And before we dive into the content that we have today, I just wanted to extend an invitation to each of you to join me in my Facebook group, Enlightened Relationships, where I will go live every Wednesday and provide solutions to improve your relationships and um, harmony in your home, that as a partner in a marriage or as a parent. So wherever it is that you feel like you're struggling, I invite you to join me in this Facebook group, Enlightened Relationships, and I'll be able to serve you in that group as well. So Hopefully you have enjoyed the last two episodes of understanding our brain, um, really, really important concepts that I am sharing and can really help serve you in your life and in your relationships, that with your partner and also with your children. This week is going to be the conclusion of understanding our brain. Not to say that we won't ever talk about it again, but I'm going to try to put on a nice pretty bow of packaging understanding our brain with this episode because there's been a lot of information provided and repetition is our friend. The more we hear it, the more it becomes a part of us. So please don't be turned off by the thought, well, I've already heard this. I already know this because it is not a part of who we are. It is not part of our wiring until it becomes the way we are showing up in our life. So take a moment and put any of those thoughts that you have to the side and just be open and available to hearing the the final part of understanding our brain. Okay, so again, we are going to talk about the most amazing, efficient, high-performing, and valuable tool we use on a daily basis, our brain. I am going to oversimplify this, but I think it's important to do so. Um, to really bring it in and have it become a part of who we are. So here's the oversimplification of how our brain is wired. It is wired for our safety 
and survival. The very nature of our brain is to conserve energy and avoid pain and find pleasure. Like that is what our brain wants. Conserve energy, avoid pain, identify and find more pleasure in life. That is the basis, oversimplified, of our brain. We talked about the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the unconscious mind, and how they all play together in the way we are showing up in our life based on thought patterns, behavior patterns, patterns, those things that are coming up in our life. So the number one thing that our brain, our mind really wants is to avoid pain. It can be a great motivator. It also loves to solve for pleasure. Our brain does not understand at all something that is real or something that's actually or physically happened or imagined those things that we're visualizing. It is just providing a response, a reaction to whatever it is being stimulated by. It is the circumstances and situations that we have and the thoughts about those circumstances and situations that our brain is responding to in the way that we are showing up. If we don't like the way our life is looking, then it starts with us looking inward to really identify what can change to make things better or to improve them. And we're going to talk a little bit about that um, at the end of this episode. When we are working to rewire our brain, we look at the situation of circumstances and we try to find a new or a different pain, pleasure, meaning to really provide that response for momentum that we need to make the change. So I'm going to give you a story, a little bit of example here. If you don't know me, you will soon find out that I am a Dairy Queen Blizzard fanatic. I love my DQ Blizzards and my favorite one is a cookie dough Heath Bar Blizzard. The combination is wonderful. If you haven't tried it, you may want to because it's really good. Well, I share this with you because I have my brain wired to when I am in overwhelmed or stressful or really anything in that downward spiral emotions that are going on in my life, My pleasure response, my brain signals off is you need a DQ blizzard. That is what you need. Life will look better. Life will feel better and all will be better if you have a blizzard. Well, sadly, there is a lot of calories in those blizzards. And while in the moment it does feel very pleasurable, there's also this pain that is associated with it. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this because this is where I have done some work of being able to trot in the new neuropathway for me. You know, I have this pleasure response that my brain says, you need a blizzard, you need a blizzard, you need that yummy blizzard. And I've been working on it to say, wow, if I have a blizzard, the pain that's going to go around with that is the number on my scale is going to be greater than I want it to be. The clothes that I'm wearing are not going to fit me 
like I want them to. And that pain of that way of me feeling about myself when those thoughts are there will help deter that natural pleasure response of you need a blizzard. Does it work all the time? Nope, because I have not fully trodden that pathway. That's meaning that my neuro pathway that I have in my brain, this new path that I'm trying to rewire the meaning of a Dairy Queen blizzard is still not as trodden as my pleasure response when I am coping with circumstances in life. Because again, it is how I've wired myself to think. So I share that with you in a means of what is maybe your vice, your go-to when um, you may be experiencing downward spiral emotions or when you're overwhelmed and stressed. Think about that. Is that the thing you want to be reaching for? Maybe some of you already have the amount of pleasure or amount of pain that you stacked up over time and it's working for you and you're getting the results in life that you're wanting. If you're not, think about it and determine with that end result in mind how you might need to start rewiring your beliefs, your um, way of doing things, your default living in life. So here's the other thing. We've talked a little bit about the pain pleasure responses. Now we're going to go into why our brain wants to conserve energy. Our brain wants to live in its comfort zone. In a prior episode, we talked a little bit about first time endeavor strategy and those four steps. And if you didn't catch it, I'll make sure to put that episode in the show notes so you can go back and listen to that because it's a really good one to listen to and re-listen to as well. But our brain is wired for comfort by its nature. It naturally wants comfort. And so you will see your brain, and this is where being the observer of your thoughts can be so amazing, is see what I call, call this a little tool right here, ants, killing ants. It is ants, automatic negative thoughts. It is second nature for our brain to come up with these thoughts in our in our mind that just starts throwing out all these red flags as to why we're not good enough or how we aren't capable enough or why we shouldn't try doing something new in fears of, you know, the unknown or not being successful or being too vulnerable. All of these limiting and false beliefs, I will share with you, launching this podcast, I had all sorts of ants come into my pathway, and it took me time to stomp them out of my path, you know, to start changing and telling myself that this isn't hard, this is new and start leveraging that first-time endeavor strategy so that I could really work through my thoughts that were going on in my in my brain and not limit myself, not sit here and believe that I wasn't capable of doing something that might be hard. You know, it, it's definitely vulnerable. Um, but it was something that I could work on doing and know that I can do. And those ants for this aspect of my life aren't there. 
Now I'm working on starting up my Facebook group. So some of those thoughts continue to arise. Not good, not bad. It just is natural wiring of our brain. Our brain wants to conserve that energy. It wants to keep me safe to not be out, to not be vulnerable, to not share and um, do something that's outside of my comfort zone. It is true in our relationships. As a parent, we don't know what we don't know until we start navigating and experiencing life. And are we going to make mistakes? Yeah, I know I have numerous times, but that doesn't necessarily define who we are. Those negative thoughts and Mother's Day just happened. How many times throughout the year do we have these, um, okay, yelling mom came out. And so I have failed as a mother. I wasn't patient enough. I wasn't kind enough. I wasn't loving enough. Or even as a wife, all of those, those automatic negative thoughts are natural and they are intended to keep us in our comfort zone of what we know. And sadly, part of that comfort zone of what we know is living the default life in our relationships, the living from reaction versus responding to things, throwing up all of the things, all the meanings that we have that keep us safe and everyone else being the problem in our life versus taking that inward look and starting to question some of the thoughts and what our role and our responsibility is in a given circumstance or situation. So kill the ants, A-N-T, automatic negative thoughts. As those surface, as you are going and doing something new or trying something for the first time in, in a new job, being a new parent, um, being married for the first time, you know, combining lives. Some of these automatic negative thoughts may surface and it's your opportunity, if you so choose, to reflect and ponder upon those thoughts and meanings that are serving you, that you have wired your brain in thinking some of these thoughts. I'm going to go back. I've shared this already in one of these episodes But I'm going to go back to the hard wiring that I've had with my husband around work, that my husband continues to choose work. He'd rather be at work than be home with me or home with our children. This was so firmly rooted in my thoughts, and it was the go-to anytime my husband was late coming home from work or anytime he had to run off to go to work because of a call that came in, it was, wow, here it is again. He's choosing work over me, over our family. He must not love us enough. He must not care enough about us. All of which were disempowering myself and our relationship. It took the time to really examine what was going on and asking myself, and here's yet another tool, but asking myself, If this meaning is not real, if it's not true, what else could it mean? If my husband staying at work late or choosing work over our family and myself, if that's not true, that he loves work more than he loves me, what else could it mean? And that is where 
My now belief is he is building his personal brand to be able to provide for our family, to put a roof over our our head, to allow me to be home with our children, to pursue dreams and passions that I have. It is because of him building this brand that enables us to do some of these things. And at any point in time, when things are off balanced, and I'm sure this will be another podcast, there will be opportunities for us to meet, to come together, to collaborate, and to align on our priorities and where our time is being spent. All of our belief is upheld by a story. So no matter what we believe, there is a story associated to it. So if we want to change our belief, sometimes we got to start with the story that's in our mind. And I go back to the example that I shared about my husband choosing work over myself and our family. It was a very disempowering meaning I was giving something and it was causing a lot of pain in our relationship And truth be told, it was causing me a lot of pain. So until I could change the story, until I could change it in in a way that my brain could be convinced of as well, it was not a belief that I could change on its own. So really identify those things that are causing you problems in your relationships and see how you want to respond or react to them. What is real to us today is based on our past experiences. So if we want to change our meaning or our belief and really rewire the way that we're showing up, then we need to look for more empowering meanings. And that is how we create a new reality. So here is the other thing I just want to quickly point out. Our brain is wired to search for solutions and answers to any problem, any question that is posed. Again, our brain wants to avoid pain and solve for pleasure. So think about how you are presenting things to your brain. If your brain is throwing up these responses of, oh, that's too hard, or I can't do this. It's, it's, I'm not good enough. It's going to be too challenging, too much time too uncomfortable. These are all the things it's going to throw up. So what we got to ask are better quality questions to the problems that we need, and we will reap a better result. So change the question, change what it is that you're putting up there. So instead of, you know, this isn't going to work for me and continuing on with that thought, we can ask, how can I make this work for me? that more empowering question. And let's see what thoughts your brain, because it is powerful. Let's see what thoughts, what answers, what solutions it can derive. And I will tell you, more than one brain is that much better. And that's where collaboration with our partner, with our children, together, we can really come up with some awesome and amazing solutions. Our brain, you guys, I promise, is so powerful. And if it goes, if you will, untrained or unchecked, it can wreak havoc on your life. But when you understand these things about the way our brain is wired and how you can start 
rewiring it, then the power of creating a new reality is possible. Okay, the call to action for this week is to be the guardian of your thoughts. Really evaluate them for what they are. Identify if this is a thought pattern or a behavior pattern that you have always done because it's the only thing you've ever known. And if it's not serving you anymore, start to build a new neural pathway to create the change in your life that you want. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.